The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. Follow me and find contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello everyone, this is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hello everyone and welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Are you ready for today's show? I'm always ready for today's show. (laughs) Remember though that Chauncey's Great Outdoors is celebrating it. 25 years on ESPN Radio, and we are grateful to all the listeners and sponsors of this program that have made it happen over so many years. Thank you very much. And keep tuning in and tell all your friends to listen to us every Saturday morning or just download the ESPN Chicago app and make it simple. On today's show, we've got a, we are way over jammed. <laughs> I did it again. I'm sorry. Um, we have Trevor McKinney coming on. You've heard, you've heard Trevor on our show. Uh, from college, and you know he's fishing professionally now, which is great. Uh, he's a professional angler who has a f- found a great way to earn some extra cash, even if you did not win the professional tournament that you've, you're fishing. And there's a lot of professional tournaments out there. There's a full list of them on the Costa website. But really, this is such a cool idea because you're competing against other anglers wearing Costa sunglasses. Yeah. This is really interesting. Uh, Definitely go and check out the CostaCompeteAndConserve.com website. Gives you all the information, but we're going to talk to Trevor about that. Uh, And that's where you can get more information on it. Then Jim Hammond of the Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency is going to tell us about the big fight against the spotted bass that is spreading north. And it's really just not another largemouth or smallmouth bass. It's a horrible fish, and it's got a tremendously bad impact on largemouth bass and smallmouth bass populations in lakes that the and rivers that they wind up coming into. And they're only coming into them because people are transplanting them. Stop doing that, everybody. Remember that. On our third interview, the site superintendent, and this was a great interview. I love this guy, of the Jake Wolf Hatchery, Paul Brown. Uh, He's going to talk to us about the constant work that they do to improve the fishing of Illinois, and they really do. 
They're producing millions and billions of fish that they stock throughout the state of Illinois. But it's, it's a really cool, and this guy, we are very lucky to have him. That's all I'm going to say. You'll, I hope you look forward to that interview. And then in the last segment, we're going to hear from the Aiden Fishing Report and maybe some other outdoor information, if I have enough time. But uh, there's a lot of going on out there. But you know what? Let's listen up to our good friend, Trevor McKinney. Hey, everybody. You know, we're still wandering around getting interviews. You're gonna be, I know you're going to be listening to them for a while on, on the show, but I'm wandering the halls, and guess who I run into? Somebody who we've had on the show before. Haven't had him on in a while, so I know he doesn't. He's a little angry at me, but that's okay. we got Trevor McKinney from, man, I think the last time you were in college, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a while, Chauncey. I think, uh, you know, I graduated college about two years ago, and I think it's been a couple of years since I've been on the show. I know. I feel bad about that, you know. He's got me down here. I'm going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But listen, Trev, you know, you're helping out Costa while you're down here. And you started explaining something to me, and I said, what? And then you started explaining it again to me, and I went, wait a minute. I'm going to let you tell people it's called Compete and Conserve. Is that right? Yeah, correct. No, here at Costa, we've got a program that we've really launched in the last year or so. Um, It's called Costa Compete and Conserve. Um, it's a way to earn extra money and free sunglasses uh, if you're fishing tournaments like BFLs, uh, Toyota Series events, Bass Opens, and uh, we even are involved in the high school and college side of things. So, like, our Bassmaster High School Championship, we're paying, like, 2500 bucks to the highest-paid finisher um, from Costa. The college championship, we're doing the same thing. So it's really a good opportunity for young anglers and, and old anglers as well who wear Costa sunglasses to sign up for this free program and win some extra cash while you're on the water. I'm going to have to talk to him about this old angler stuff. You know, I heard him say that. You know, He's grinning at me right now. But, I mean, so really that you can earn all this extra money, and the cost of it is? It's totally free. All you got to do is sign up. Um, you know, I won a couple thousand dollars extra, um, just free cash last year just by fishing the Bassmaster Opens and being the highest finisher who wears Costa sunglasses. So, um, all you got to do is wear Costas. You have to sign up for our Costa Compete and Conserve form, which you can find online. Um, and then once you fish a tournament, say you fish a BFL, you're in the top five, you fill out a claims form, and then we will look at your claims form and get you a free pair of sunglasses within a couple of weeks. So it, it's just a really good opportunity for anglers to be earning extra cash and, and extra Costa sunglasses. And, uh, you know, it's free money. Why not sign up? You sign up, you're the highest finisher, and, and you're going to win some money. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> you got me completely off guard on this one because I didn't realize that Costa was doing this. And, A, that it doesn't cost. Well, yes, you have to have a pair of Costa sunglasses, but it's not costing you an entry fee or anything else like that. But, you know, this is, like you said, high school championships is, the, the, I don't want to say the lowest, but the, the first run. Correct. High school championships, you know, we're we're more involved in other trails. You know, we're we're working with other trails more and more. And this is a fairly new program. We're working with trails like the Texas Team Trail right now, ABA, and uh, you know, we we have a new trail that we're working with all the time. So um, we work with the Bass Nation too, the Illinois Bass Nation, other Bass Nation. Um, so we're working with a lot of good tournament organizations out there. This week, the Bassmaster Classic, where we're at, the top minister won $7,500. So, you know, if, if you fish the Illinois Bass Nation, you make it to the Classic, you're looking at $7,500 just money that you can win for being on this contingency program. Um, and, and another awesome thing, too, so it's called Compete and Conserve. 
Um, so we're all about the environment here at Costa. And every time somebody claims money through this uh, contingency program, we donate money to the environment. So we've got about five different organizations that we donate money to every time. Um, I know in in open, you win $1,000 contingency, and I think $1,000 goes to an organization who is for our environment. So it's just really an awesome all-around program, and uh, I, I'm really proud to be a part of it. I'm proud to be a part of Costa, and I'm, I'm super excited to sign people up for this program. Well, Trevor, one of the things that I'm, I'm not I, I heard it loud and clear, but you don't have to win the tournament. You just have to be in the highest placing angler that wore Costas, right? Correct. Yeah, you don't have to win, and that's a nice thing. Like last year in an Open, I got fourth place. Um, none of the three people above me were wearing Costas, so I filled out a claims form online and was able to win the contingency um, $1,000 for an Open. So if you even if, say, you get 10th place, fill out a claims form, submit it online. If no one else fills out a claims form, then, then you're the highest finisher in the event that you're fishing. So, yeah, it never hurts to fill out a claims form, even if you're 10th, 12th place, because um, you never know if other people are going to. Trevor, this isn't rocket science. This is so simple, and it's a great program. I could win cash, and it didn't cost me anything. I'm, I'm saying, Trevor, am I missing something here? No, it is a great program, and I recommend anybody to just take five minutes, go online, and sign up on Coast to Compete and Conserve. Um, it, it's free. It, it doesn't cost anything, and it's a great program to win some extra cash. We just go to Costa.com? Yep, you can go to Costa.com, go into Google, type in Coast to Compete and Conserve. It's super easy. You go fill out a, a just a short um, short form, and, and you're eligible to win. Cool, cool. I, what have you been doing since school? Uh, since school, you know, I went to school to be a teacher. Um, but right now I'm trying to make a living fishing. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm fishing all nine Bassmaster Opens this year, fishing three Toyota Series events, um, and, and I'm going all out there for my sponsors and myself trying to make a living fishing. So well, We're going to make sure we keep an eye on you, and uh, we're going to have to get you back on the show because you are one of my favorite sons from the, the Midwest here to you know, go out fishing. So congratulations, and keep on fishing. Thank you for stopping me at this, uh, the Bassmaster Classic and saying, do you know about this, Chauncey? And I just went... No. And then I went, my gosh, this is such a great opportunity. And I want all the anglers to do this because, you know what, I see a lot of Costa glasses on people. I see a lot of people not wearing Costa glasses. And just think, all you got to do is outfish that person, right? Correct. Yep. It's, uh, it's free. You might as well sign up. And you just never know. You might go win. And if you win, you want to be eligible for our Costa Compete and Conserve contingency. So, yeah, go sign up online, and we look forward to uh, seeing you win. Trevor, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Chauncey. I look forward to uh, hopefully doing another show when I win one of the Opens this year. Oh, you definitely will. We'll be screaming real loud when you win that one, okay? All righty. Thank you for having me. That was Trevor McKinney, everybody. You remember him. He's been on his show. He started when he was like 12 or something. I can't remember. But you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, 
all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only fourteen ninety five. Big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how to new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Nature is calling. No, 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 not that way. Fishing, hunting, hiking, you know, nature. Chauncey's Great Outdoors, Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 and available on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on. I'm the big boss bass. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. This is my rock. These are my wheat. You can drag your crankbait right in front of my face. Take your presentation. Everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And this is for not just, you know, 
people in the upper Midwest or in the Northeast, but, you know, a lot of people run down to the Tennessee Valley area, and they got to go do fishing and bassing and all kinds of stuff and whatever you do down in that area. <laughs> That's your choice. But, you know, we are with somebody right now, which, Mr. John Hammond, who is with the T- Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. Thank you. It's too many names. Though. Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency. Would you call it that's the DNR in a lot of spots? Exactly. It's equivalent to most states' DNR. Okay. Tell me, I mean, we've heard about the the, the Asian carp, the kopi in, in infesting waters. We've heard about people p- moving fish. Because I know the worst thing for a fishing community is us, the angler. Because we move our fish around. We dump our fish that have a, a minnows in one lake from another, and it just messes it up. But what's this whole spotted bass thing I've just learned about? Yeah, so there, there's actually two species of spotted bass. One is the spotted bass. The other is the Alabama bass. And the, to distinguish those, you have to count the scales. And most folks, even our people that are experts in that, can't tell them apart without genetic testing. So they're native. The Alabama bass is native to the Mobile River Basin. And back in the 1980s, people started taking those fish out of those, those areas and moving them um, eastward. Lake Lanier is a good example of that. And folks saw, well, maybe this is a good idea, and they kept moving them eastward and a little bit further northward. And once they started mixing with the native smallmouth where we're at here in the Tennessee River system, then we discovered that, hey, this is a bad thing because it's not a matter of of one species being uh, outcompeted by another. It's a matter of that genetic integration, which means that they're hybridizing the smallmouth out of existence. There are several examples of this out there. Uh, Most are in western uh, North Carolina, and northeast Georgia, but we're starting to see that right here, right now in Watts Bar Lake, Teleco Lake, and it's creeping into Cherokee Lake uh, and Norris Lake. And those are some premier, I'm, and premier's not a, not a uh, I'm not saying that lightly, premier smallmouth fisheries. Well, you know, you just said a couple of things there. You said that, you know, people are moving these to try to, listen, there's the science of the outdoors. You've heard me talk about this on my show a gazillion times in 25 years, everybody. But, you know, it's the science of the outdoors that's going to help the outdoors. It may not be what we think of not science people, but this, if you listen to the science, 99.9% of the time, it's going to be right. And this is exactly it. You can't move these spotted bass into a lake then, oh, it's going to be good for that lake. We'll get a population there and we'll be catching them. Well, then it destroys your... Uh, you said that lake in Georgia was a trophy smallmouth lake. Yes, yes. Uh, the northeast Georgia lakes were known for their nice smallmouth fisheries. They're real pristine and and uh, clear, and, you know, just a place to relax. And when those, those Alabama bass get put in there, you might have a few generations of good fishing, and then they revert back to some hybrid uh, that, that, that uh, the genetics uh, uh, favor the spotted bass. So... And they're known to not grow, grow as big as, as smallmouth, right? So what happens is you, you, get, you lose that uh, bigger, harder-fighting smallmouth in those, in those systems. Now, the problem with, with the, another problem with that is, so there's been a few spots where it might have improved fishing, and then people see that as, okay, I want this in my lake. What they don't understand is most of the time it hurts the fishing, especially if you're talking about smallmouth bass. And they'll also displace largemouth. Lake Norman is a perfect example of that in North Carolina. It, it, it'll mess the whole... These, what are these? Fish with, you know, the, the Terminator smallmouth or what? Apparently that's what they do. I mean, they got, they've got something figured out. So, you know, if, 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 a, if a smallmouth bass in our native spot, they grew up together, right? So they have what, what we call uh, reproductive barriers. So the, the Alabama spotted bass 
they did not grow up with their smallmouth. So when they get put together, they reprodu- there's no reproductive barrier, so they hybridize. Now, with, with largemouth bats, it's a matter of direct uh, competition between two species. And the Alabama spots have some sort of advantage that we can't identify or point our finger at and say, this is why. All we do know is that they do it. Well, th- this is, like I said, this is so interesting because you think you're doing some good, but you're really not. And the more you real, you know, you know, there's a big, everybody screams about when you go fishing with minnows now, and it says don't move them from one lake to another. Dump them on a water, on, in a garbage can. Dump them in the grass. Let a bird have lunch, you know. It, it, people don't realize that you can be doing this. And I, I've learned so much about this, these Alabama spotted bass. I don't like these guys. I want you to know that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I agree. I, I don't like them either. And it's, it's give me an example of moving a critter that's ever been good. You see, and that's another example right there. It's just, it's never a good idea to move stuff around. No, my mother said it was good when I moved out of the house, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, a, I'm one of those critters too, so maybe, maybe that's two examples. So the best thing we can do is not take fish from one lake to another, right? But what do we do with the fish that we have now? Yeah, so, I mean, we encourage people to harvest them. I mean, that's not going to get rid of them. We know that. But if we want to preserve our smallmouth fisheries, especially in the Tennessee River system where we're at and further north, then do not move bass. It's that simple. Just don't take them out. Don't move them. Put them back or eat them. How far north do you think these Alabama spotted bass can exist? That's the million-dollar question. We do not know. So far, they have surprised us at where they can, they can be. Um, and they're in Virginia, and it gets cold in Virginia, and it doesn't get cold in, in South Alabama. But for whatever reason, they're doing well there. It's doing the same thing uh, there that they've they've done across the South too. This is amazing. This is uh, this is this is the PBS educational program part of Chauncey's Great Outdoors. But I mean, and once again, you know, you got to protect your waterways from other species and it's it's not just the spotted bass i mean we've mentioned the the, the copy the asian carp we've and, and many other species that you can goldfish etc that people use Th- these are all things you know try to become a more learned angler i guess is the right word yeah, yeah and, and i think i might have said this earlier i don't want to repeat myself but with all those other species you mentioned it's a matter of like now we have this fish added to the population which could decrease you know, the sport fish that we'd like to catch. But with Alabama bass, it's it's not that simple. They literally breed the smallmouth out of existence. And as you move further north, you understand that the largemouth are less and less important. So if you want to keep your nice, robust, you know, five, six, eight-pound, even nine-pound smallmouth in some of those areas, if you introduce those Alabama bass, they're going to be gone. It's not a matter of, of will they. It's uh, if they will. It's when they will. And these fish will live in rivers, streams, ponds, reservoirs, uh, am I missing anything? They'll live everywhere. No, they're extremely well adapted. What we've seen so far, kind of anecdotally, is the the deeper, clear, rocky uh, habitat, which is what smallmouth prefer, is what these Alabama bass prefer to. We, we need to stop this. We need to get these small these spotted bass out of it because it's such a great fishery that I've seen down here and many other parts of the country. And, and this really, it's not just he's talking about, you know, the area down here in Tennessee they were at with the Classic. But you need to think about this on any body of water. You're catching a fish from a pond that, you know, your friend has, and you bring it to your pond. That's not the smart thing. So what you're saying here isn't just here. It's across the country. Absolutely. You said it perfectly. Not bad for a radio geek, huh? No, it's great. Great. 
Well, I want to thank you so much. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, if somebody wants to find out more information about this, how do they do it? Because I want people to know. Yeah, well, there's been a couple articles in Bassmaster Magazine, and then we also, uh, each state has their website. North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, Virginia has a special section on all their websites that, um, that highlight these Alabama bass, so just look them up. It's pretty easy. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Once again, this is Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine has the full line of 2023 Lund and Low boats powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can afford, but don't wait, they're going fast. Waterworks Marine has Lund and Low fishing boats powered by a Mercury outboard at prices no other dealer across the country can match. If you want a quality pontoon boat powered by a Mercury outboard, they have that for you. Maybe you want a fiberglass fishing boat? Waterworks Marine has that Lund Fiberglass Pro-V GL Fiberglass fishing boat just waiting for you to take out on the water. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by there at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them, hey, Chauncey sent me. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa. With new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, and to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person. Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590. And tell them Chauncey sent you. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Ah, oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. 
Well, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year, some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know, and like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> A public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at Chauncey Media at AOL.com. That's Chauncey Media at AOL.com. <laughs> this segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish you can't on! Catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. No, 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 no. You can't catch fish. No, 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 no. Hi, this is Ski Reese, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Fish contest, it's a double bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told them. Guy, you're making a mistake. You don't stand a chance catching fish on the slate, because, hey, you can pray you want to wish. But let me tell you something, guy, you can't fish. I told you there, guy. Can't catch fish. What do you think you're doing? Can't catch fish. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I am with Paul Brown. And you're saying, who's Paul Brown? Paul Brown is the site manager of one of the coolest places that you can ever find, and they give tours, in the state of Illinois, the Jake Wolf Hatchery. Paul, what do we have here? Uh, well, right now, uh, what we have is we have five different species of salmonid and trouts. We have uh, Chinook, we have Coho, we have Rainbows, we have Steelhead, and uh, we have Brown Trout. But uh, as the year goes on, uh, we get different species in, and then we stock different species throughout the state. So uh, pretty soon we're going to have our northern pike in the tanks. We'll have the muskie in the tanks. Um, and these are going to be the muskie and the northern pike that will be stocked everywhere throughout the state of Illinois. Uh, we'll also get largemouth bass, uh, smallmouth bass. We'll get walleye, uh, hybrid striped bass, black crappie. Um, and then every couple of years we actually get alligator car as well. That's cool. <laughs> The, the, well, but this is where, and I, I, I you know, kind of apologize how I'm putting this, but for everybody who purchases a license in Illinois, this is where a good chunk of that comes to make it better for fishing throughout the state. Yeah, absolutely. So whenever you buy a license or you buy fishing gear, uh, a lot of times the, the money will come here. And what we use it for is for stocking <clears throat> a lot of those uh uh, cool water and cold water and warm water game fish throughout the public waters. So, you know, muskie don't really naturally occur below I-80, I but one of the best lakes that you can fish them in is Kincaid. And that is because every year we're putting them in there. They're growing big on those shad, and they're just waiting for the anglers. <laughs> yeah, and I've lost a lot of bait down there, you know, and lures and line and stuff on Kincaid. And they're very aggressive. But it's like, you know, even the – you guys uh, – 
rainbow trout for this, you know, the stocking program. That you do work with that, don't you? Yeah. So uh, we do twenty thousand rainbow trout every year for the inland stocking program. Now the entire inland stocking program is actually one hundred sixty thousand fish a year. So we only do a small portion of it. But um, one of the things that the director of fisheries has tasked us with is to start to take more of those lakes on every year and raise them ourselves. And that's just so we can have a little bit better quality control. What we've one of the big complaints we've had with that program over the years is small fish, right? But that's that's because most of those are coming from private hatcheries and we really can't control exactly what the size is. When we put out fish, we put out 12 inch fish. And so uh, this coming year, uh, we're going to be stocking, stocking Argyle. Uh, that'll be the next lake that gets uh, stocking from us. And then we're going to start on the spring stockings. And so our plan is to actually take more and more, 10% more exact every year for the next coming five years. Now, t- today we were down at Jake Wolf with uh, Salmon Unlimited because we're doing this thing called fin clipping. We're f- clipping the left pectoral fin on each one of these i four and four is eight, eight somewhere around a hundred and some thousand salmon right yep so uh we clipped a hundred thousand uh left pectoral and these will all be going in diversity harvey Har- harbor excuse me uh up in chicago and so that'll be to track to see if those exact same fish are coming back uh every year um and so that's part of the reason why we do it and then we'll actually be stocking two hundred thousand other coho in different harbors throughout uh chicagoland area you're kind of like the father of all the fish in the state, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Actually, if you look if you look at our logo down below it, we say where fish stories are born, and and that's what we like to say. That's what we like to claim. We uh, if if you've caught a muskie in the state, a northern pike in the state, if you've caught one of the salmonids out of Lake Michigan, they probably started here. <laughs> I'm sitting there laughing because I'm saying where fish stories are born. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's great. Hey, but, you know, like I said, you mentioned the, the salmon, the muskie. I mean, but each one of these fish, and I, I, people don't realize this, each one of these species of fish, whether it's largemouth, smallmouth, this, that, and the other thing, they are, you have to fine-tune the runway, the indoor, you know, uh, holding tanks, uh, you're hatching the eggs. Each one is, a spe- it's not just wholesale, everybody's the same, Right. No, no, and actually that's part of the reason why Jake Wolf is built here. We're built on the Mahatmat Aquifer, uh, and so that creates a very unique situation for us where we get water directly out of the ground at 54 degrees. And so what we can do then is we have also have a 22-acre lake that is uh, warmed uh, with the sun every year, and so what we can do is we can blend that solar uh, water with our uh, the, the uh, reservoir, or not, excuse me, the... Uh, uh, well water, and we can kind of make any temperature in between. So, you know, while we have muskie that are going to be at 75 degrees because that's the ideal temperature for them to be eating, we'll have bass that are at 80 degrees because that's the ideal temperature for them to be eating, and then we'll have uh, trout that are at 54 degrees because that's the ideal temperature for them. And we maintain that all year long. Yeah, this is like, you're like being the mother and father to a dozen kids all on a different feeding schedule and all on a different growing schedule. That, that it just, I'm sitting here going, how do you keep track of all of this? Patience. <laughs> no. <laughs> Patience. Patience. We yeah. just go slowly. Yeah, just go slowly. No, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's a, there's a science to it, and, and you know, and there's, uh, we've done it every year, so there's a process to it. We know, we know at a certain time of year that certain things are going to happen, so we can just kind of expect it. You know, we know in October, that's when the salmon run starts, so we know that that's when we start to pull eggs. You know, and it's just years of experience and not, not 
me, but years of collective experience at this hatchery. You know, uh, Dave Parrish, for example, he's our maintenance technician, but he's been here uh, since before fish were invented, you know, uh, 19, uh, 1992. Um, and so he's, you know, you can, he's one of those guys that we go to and we say, uh, how is this done again? If we, if, you know, we forget it or we need help. Um, and so we have that collective experience here that we just can kind of, we know what's going on and, and we have, you know, that's why we have our culturist and assistant manager and manager. And that's a lot of what we take care of is, is the management of, of the coordination. That was coordination, the better, coordination. Yeah. Now, and we, like I said, we've talked about so many different species that <laughs> the story of your fishing story starts here. Uh, of these fish, what is the easiest fish to basically hatch and grow to the point where you can stock it? Ooh, it's hard to say which one's the easiest. I, I can say that my favorite are the salmonids because um, they're predictable, right? So uh, we've actually created a growth chart for our salmonids, and you can track it. Uh, throughout the year. So we know based off how much feed that we feed them and what species it is, exactly what size they'll be in five months. We know that if we feed at a 3% rate for our rainbow trout for the rest of the year, we know that they'll be at six and a half inches. They're easy. They're predictable. Uh, I, I love them. But some of our easiest fish are, you know, are black crappie. That's the easiest for me. We drop, we drop brooder in the lake and then we come back you know, six or uh, six weeks later, and we and we got babies. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So those ones are those ones are a lot of times the easiest ones. Uh, but I, I love I love the salmonids uh, myself. And then you know the muskie are kind of difficult to raise. They're kind of difficult because they're they're very particular. But it's also rewarding when you're able to to get them to 13 inches and then stock them into the, the waterway because they're they're some of our longest residents here. We'll start them this time of year, and we won't actually stock them till October November time frame. That was my other question. Which, which one's the toughest one? It would be the muskie, right? Yeah, the muskie and the northern are, are definitely the most difficult. They're they're fairly sensitive. The muskie specifically, the northern are a little bit more forgiving, but the uh, the muskie in particular are the most difficult, just because uh, you know we and we do them from start to finish. But just because they can be so sensitive to temperature, um, you know, with being in, in central Illinois, you know, we have to make sure that their water temperature is at seventy. So it requires a lot of uh, management to make sure that it stays at that. Um, and then there's a lot of, uh, feed that gets put in to, to get them to 13 inches. The, the I think is the feed a lot of protein. Is that what it is or what is a mixture of? So, well, with the muskie specifically, we start out with otahimi, which is a krill based, uh, feed. And so it's a dry krill based feed. And then we move on to fish meal and fish meal based feed is what we use for pretty much every other species. Um, and then once the muskie get to about five and a half, six inches, we actually put them out of the ponds and then we don't feed them pellets anymore. We feed them minnows. So, um, and we'll drop in, uh, roughly 60,000 pounds of minnows every year to get those muskie to the right size. Man, you are making a big buffet for the muskies then. Oh yeah, absolutely. But the, the shocking thing is, is we will have a two ton truck come by every week for almost four months straight. And when we harvest those muskie ponds, there will not be a single minnow left in there. <laughs> That's so cool. That's I, I mean, I just love this. This this is everything about fishing that you know. When we think of fishing, we think of it just going down to the pond and throwing a bobber in with a, a nightcrawler piece or a red worm or a minnow on it, and, and we just think of that fishing like that. But this is, as you said, this is where it all begins, and this is where the bulk of the fish that are caught throughout the state of Illinois, especially a lot of the, the trophy fish and stuff like that, because, you know, you mentioned muskie. I looked in one of your tanks downstairs and I, you know, I grabbed my heart because, you know, I'm seeing 
largemouth bass that were well over 24 inches long. And I'm like, well, this is in Illinois. And the guy says, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and the big muskie. It's just that there's so many cool things and to have it a, a hatchery like this. And not all states have this, do they? No, not all states have it, and very few states have it quite to the same level that we are. So I came from Indiana originally, and I always uh, like to joke around with them and say that uh, Jake Wolf does everything that four hatcheries in, Indi- in Indiana does, and then a little bit more. So it's the amount of, of time and money that, that goes into the care here is, is pretty astonishing, and, and I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of my people, and I'm very proud of, of what we're able to get accomplished here. And, and that's one thing. It's It's not just you being the man, a site manager, it's the technicians, it's the people in the office. This is a well-orchestrated event to put a bluegill, a salmon in Lake Michigan, a bluegill in a, in a, in a pond someplace, a muskie in Kincaid or whatever other lake that you're stocking them or black crappie someplace else. It's not just you let the fish do this. This is a well-orchestrated dance in order to make it work, not just for this place, but for thousands of people across the state of Illinois. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's not just the hatchery. We work with the biologists to make sure that the fish are the proper size class for what we're putting into those lakes. They look at the, the, uh, they look at the dynamics of the lakes that we're putting these fish into and they say, okay, well, sometimes the pike need to be at three to four inches because that's when they'll thrive the best. And sometimes they need to come in at eight or nine inches, you know, and it's the same with the muskie. You know, there's been a lot of science that shows that 13 inches is, is the, the number to get the muskie to, to put them in there. And so it's, it's, you know, it's, uh, it is, it's a well-oiled machine and, uh, you know, I'm pretty proud of it. I'm pretty proud of what we're doing here. And, uh, as a, as an avid angler myself, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> so, well, Paul, I want to say thank you to you, uh, for the Department of Natural Resources smartness of hiring somebody who understands a facility like this because it's not just a bunch of you know ponds and raceways and and water th- running through it it's it's a whole coordinated event to make sure that that kid catches his first bluegill for that girl to get her first bass and since Illinois is now the state of that started the whole high school bass fishing thing it just puts a little more pressure on you my friend yeah just a little as bit but um, you know, one of the things is, is I'm, I'm from Farmington originally, which is about 30 miles as the crow flies. So to be able to do what I love at a facility so close to home, I'm just, I'm happy as glam. I, I couldn't be, couldn't be, uh, couldn't be happier, honestly. So. Well, cool. Well, Paul, I want to say thank you for, uh, for being here, for answering our questions. And I had a great time here. I learned more than I can ever talk about. And I want you to know, you, you cannot be a stranger on this show because if there's something cool that's going on or something that you want pe- our, you know, people to listen to or hear about, definitely give us a call and let's get you on the air and learn. Okay. Absolutely. We'll be hollering at you regularly. <laughs> You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. 
Waterworks Marine has the full line of 2023 Lund and Low boats powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can afford, but don't wait, they're going fast. Waterworks Marine has Lund and Low fishing boats powered by a Mercury outboard at prices no other dealer across the country can match. If you want a quality pontoon boat powered by a Mercury outboard, they have that for you. Maybe you want a fiberglass fishing boat? Waterworks Marine has that Lund Fiberglass Pro V GL Fiberglass Fishing Boat just waiting for you to take out on the water. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by there at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them, hey, Chauncey sent me. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa. With new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, add to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors radio network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. That's chaunceymedia at AOL.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at AOL.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. 
GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Ren Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on well, ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the bluegill boogie, you can't go wrong. Easy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you're enjoying the show. You know, it's a good day. It's just a good day. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's do, we got to do first things first because the person who's got a bigger fan club than me is my grandson, Aiden, with his... Fishing Report from Western Michigan, sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Papa, Dad and I went, let me start that over again. Word word placement was a little bit tough here. Papa, Dad and I, because Sis had a sleepover. Okay, so it was just the two of them. Sis had a sleepover, went to the Grand Haven area, and wow, was the water dirty. Going into Lake Michigan, it looked like chocolate milk. Guys that were trying for brown trout and coho salmon said it really, really got slow. <clears throat> the boaters said it was also slow out on Lake Michigan because of the storms and the waves and the color of the water. It wasn't that good. And the two people we saw that came in with, uh, they were perch fishing that I know, they said they should have stayed home. They would have caught more fish. <clears throat> then we took a ride up to the Muskegon River and... We to look for steelhead fishermen and found them above the Thorn Apple Launch. The river was quite busy with, oh, everybody out there. There were lots of anglers. There were guides in their fishing boats. There were people just having a good time. Uh, and I saw a bunch of steelhead were caught. I don't know how they didn't get all their lines tangled together, but they didn't. I'm looking forward to seeing you. I can use some little jigs from Whack'em and Stack'em. I caught a bunch of fish on them and gave a few to a girl from my class. I better check this kid out here. Uh, that was fishing with our family. Oh, it was a two-family outing. So I'm a little light on my jigs. If you can help me out, I would appreciate it. Your fishing magician and hockey star, Aiden. Well, that's pretty cool. And once again, that fishing report is sponsored by our dear friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Can't go wrong with that at any time. Okay, let's talk about some other fishing reports. The Root River was running fast and pretty murky looking in my books. Uh, Water temperature was about 45 to 47 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, Anglers were successfully popping some steelhead using flies, string, uh, yarn, and spawn sacks. Uh, suckers are also in the river, and if you can get a chance, score them up and fry them because they really taste good. That's one of my, from one of my reporters up there, Roger. Uh, Smelton, Illinois, 
I have no reports. I really hate to say this. Uh, if you're going to go smelt fishing, bring a casting rod and cast for coho. You'll probably bring fish home then. Otherwise, if you're going for smelt, it ain't going to be pretty. Okay. Uh, salmon has improved with better winds for Illinois anglers and boaters it, from, from boats and shore right now. That's a good sign. Morel hunters. H- hold on. I got to steady my heart. Oh. Uh, morel hunters. Morels are mushrooms that come out in the spring. Uh, a third of the southern third of Illinois is holding a lot uh, of morels. The center part of Illinois has scattered patches of morels. And the northern part is really scattered with only a few here and a few there in separate counties. Uh, as the weather gets a little bit better, don't be surprised if we start seeing more morels in the northern part of Illinois. And it'll be working its way up into Wisconsin and Michigan. Also, same thing in Indiana. About the bottom third of Indiana has got a little bit more morel action. The middle section to north, a little bit on the slow side. So let's not get excited about that one. Okay, Chain of Lakes. Oh, before Chain of Lakes, Braidwood Lake. Uh, Shore and boaters are catching catfish and some crappie. Uh, The shore anglers are really banging some nice bass and good, good good-sized catfish. Can't go wrong with that at Braidwood because they are some nice-looking fish. Up on the Chain of Lakes, my uh, butter Mr. Uh, CJ was out fishing in Kogut, and he said that... uh, Temperature's about 50, upper 50s on the channels. Uh, crappies are making a little bit of an activity. We'd like to see some bigger ones, bluegills, small plastic baits, stuff like that. Uh, one of my other friends was fishing in the main lake uh, looking for walleye. He got them on minnows and little swim baits and crankbaits. Uh, but everybody up there is now kind of like waiting for the epiphany. That's the white bass when they show up, because when the white bass show up, the action is fast and hot. In the Cook County Forest Preserves, uh, was very good during this time with the warm-up, but then it got cold and ugly in the rains, and it kind of dropped down a little bit. It just dropped down a little bit. So that'll get bigger uh, as it you know improves a little bit with the weather. Um, the bass that were caught in a lot of different forest preserve lakes were hitting medium minnows, not the big ones. The big ones they didn't want. The, the medium minnows, oh, let's take a look at that one. And that's what they were popping. That's really cool. You know what? I had the opportunity uh, to talk to President Tony Preckwinkle of Cook County Board, and, you know, no matter how you feel about politicians, and I'm just saying this openly, she loves the outdoors. She's an outdoor girl, grew up in Minnesota, lived up there, came down here, loves hiking in the forest preserves, likes to fish, kayak, canoe. She just enjoys the outdoors. You could hear it in her voice when she talked about the what? Earth Day. That's right. 53 years ago, Earth Day. I was at that at the Daily Center. I'll never forget that. Now let's hear from our friend, Tony Preckwinkle. President Preckwinkle, I want you to know, I'm going to age myself. I was at the very first Earth Day celebration at the Daily Center. <laughs> Long ago and far away, Chauncey. Far, far away. But it's gotten nothing but better and better. And the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, with all of the, 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 what, the passing of the referendum and all the programs and the volunteers, there's so many things for people that not just look at Lake Michigan as a place to go, but turn your backs and go to the woods, right? Listen, this is a wonderful opportunity for people to get out and enjoy nature. We're at Sagawa here, and behind us, as you see, are 
bluebells on the ground and redbud trees. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. Yes, and it's magnificent. And volunteers are here to pull mustard plants and garlic mustard. And but there's so many things that people can help and do and be part of the forest preserve that you enjoy as much as everybody else. Yeah. You know, you can come out on days like today where we're doing restoration work, uh, but you can also just on your own go hiking. We have campgrounds. We have five campgrounds across the county. Um, you can go cross-country skiing in the winter. You can go uh, sledding. You can walk up and down the stairs uh, at uh, at uh, Swallow Cliff. I mean, there are lots and lots, lots of things. things to do. And at Camp Sagwa, there's two things that we nobody's mentioned today. One, this is the only place where there's a waterfall in Cook County. And two, we have a canyon. That's right. Uh, unique to Cook County, a waterfall in a canyon. <laughs> If somebody wants to help and do something for not just today of Earth Day, which we should celebrate 365 days a year, where, they, where can they get some more information? Sure. Um, we have a website. So this is the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, and our website is www.fpdcc.com. So the, the initials for Forest Preserve District Cook County, fpdcc.com. Tony, happy Earth Day. Thank you, Chauncey. <laughs> well, everybody, that was Tony Preckwinkle, president of the Cook County Board. Now let's talk to the president of the Salmon of Lake Michigan, Captain Tony. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Pretty good, John. I don't know if I'm a president, but I'm a captain. You're a captain. <laughs> hey, what's going on uh, on the lakefront right now? Uh, with all these fronts that went through, uh, scattered the cohos a little bit, but they're still out there. They're still biting. Mm-hmm. Uh, some lake trout showed up a few a brown once in a while, but uh, main thing, you know, small double lot Dodgers with peanut flies for cohos. And that should get you into, into some decent action, correct? Correct. Yeah, you know, you don't have to go far offshore. You know, you can anywhere from you know, with smaller boats can get into ten feet. You know, mm-hmm. watch the bait on the bottom, yeah. all the way out to thirty-five feet. You know, it's a good program to start with. Mm-hmm. Again, just you know, just keep going, watch your speed, watch for bait. Stay with them. Hey, if I want to, uh, somebody wants to get a hold of you, what do they dial to get a charter with Captain Tony? I would call me on my cell at area code 847-366-0741. You can also text me on that number. Uh, if I don't answer, please leave a message or text me and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Sounds good, Tony. Thanks much. All right. Good fishing, everybody. Be safe out there. Okay, well, that was Captain Tony, everybody, on his boat on Lake Michigan, waiting for you to give him a call and get out there and get those coho for the grill. But, boy, we had one packed show with with a lot of information. And you know what? I always like to leave you with a Native American proverb, and every week it's always a fun one uh, sometimes. And this one, oh, I can hear the flute playing already. It cuts me off all the time. But this is from Sitting Bull from the Great Sioux Nation. It says, Behold, my brothers, the spring has come and the earth has received the embraces of the sun, and we shall soon see the results of that love. Behold, my brothers, the spring has come, and the earth has received the embraces of the sun, and we shall soon see the results of that love. Trust me, all you got to do is walk outside and see all the flowers that are blooming out there. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we catch. We borrow it all from our children's children's children. See you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.